0: That's heritageradionetwork.org/15 to donate and enter to win today, and make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org.
2: This episode is brought to you by 818 Tequila, delicious and smooth tequila, meaning harmony with the earth. 818 Tequila, imported by 818 Spirits Manhasset, New York. 40% alcohol by volume. Drink responsibly.
3: This episode is brought to you by Bento Box, a full service marketing and commerce platform that helps restaurants get discovered, make more money, and engage their diners. Join over 8,000 restaurants already using Bento Box today to deliver better hospitality. Visit slash chef today. To get your first month free, that's getbento.com slash chef.
1: This is Eat Your Heartland Out, and I'm your host, Capri Cafaro. On today's episode of the show. We explore the academic institutions that integrate hands-on learning as a way to teach different facets of the food industry. Kylie Hutchinson joins us from the College of the Ozarks in Missouri, where students sell what they make in the kitchen. Kylie, thank you for for joining us to share a really interesting story about uh, an academic institution that um, I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with, but I think they really should be.
4: Yes, definitely. Um,
1: So tell us a bit about uh, the history first and and the sort of the the function of the College of the Ozarks.
4: Yes, uh, thank you for having me uh, today. Uh, It's certainly a pleasure to be discussing College of the Ozarks. Um, Our school is very, very unique in the fact that we have been established since 1906. Uh, We were founded as a work uh, school, And we have been integrated more into a college. Um, And we actually have all the way from kindergarten, uh, uh, preschool actually, and all the way up to 12th grade. And then we have uh, a four-year institution that you can uh, go to school, graduate uh, debt-free by working for your education. And that's something that you won't find at, very many uh, places in the United States or uh, globally. But what is so fascinating is that students have the opportunity to work and learn several traits. I mean, they can jump between different workstations throughout our campus through their entirety of their um, education and be able to learn traits that maybe aren't related to what they're studying as far as their degree goes, Um, but it's giving them the option to learn some skill sets, some traits that they can apply in multiple facets of their life.
1: No question. And and you're not joking when you say they have a, a number of different uh, workstations to uh, choose from. My understanding is that there's 130 different workstations, um, including things like, you know, hotel management, restaurant management, those sort of things that you students can really expose themselves to different, um, you know, uh, potential occupations, but even more so. Um, learn about themselves and and about, um, you know, work ethic and organization and things of that nature.
4: Right. And I think that's one of the most fascinating pieces is that, for instance, in in the uh, retail department, we have students that aren't choosing retail as their career path, but they might be going into uh, education or nursing. But there are so many life practical skills that they can learn through what we do in a day-to-day basis and be able to apply that in so many ways in whether they're going into a classroom, whether they're going into a hospital, a, um, a restaurant, a hotel, um, whatever they're doing, they are learning so many life skills that can go and take them to new heights whenever they graduate.
1: And without debt, which is, as you mentioned, incredibly rare and incredibly valuable um, in this day and age and this economy.
4: Oh, yes. I mean, for a student to be able to have a uh, four-year degree or five-year, depending on if you're uh, education or nursing or a couple of items uh, or uh, degrees that have, you know, um, study programs throughout You graduate and you're able to start your life without the worry and concern of having student loans to have to pay off. And the school actually uh, really frowns upon having student loans if possible because of that very reason of being able to walk out of our gates. Um, We call them the gates of opportunity uh, because when you come onto our campus, you have such an opportunity. And when you're leaving, you have such an opportunity. And um, when the idea is that you are coming and going and getting such an uh, an amazing um, moment uh, to your life, and that is that's something that you can't get in a lot of places.
1: No question. Uh, that's what makes you know the institution so unique. So I want to turn our conversation um, more focused on uh, the offerings that Um, College of the Ozark has related to culinary arts um, as well as hospitality. Um, um, Walk us through some of those programs.
4: Yeah, so um, I would say that the biggest uh, programs that we have that's regarding culinary arts or hospitality management um, or sales and and marketing or or banquets and catering, all of those things that are in the hospitality industry, Um, We have um, what we call the Keter Center, um, and it's an amazing 15-room lodge. Um, There's also – we have a a cabin. We call it the Bluff House um, that can sleep up to 10 guests that we also take care of. Um, And then we have a restaurant – a uh, catering and banquets department, we have a uh, ice cream shop, Um, we call it the college creamery, we have a bakery and pastry shop, and then we also have a gift shop um, that's available. Um, We do so many things where the students, uh, yes, it is a facility that is run by paid staff uh, members of the college, But under them um, are all the the student bodies. So housekeepers are students. um, The restaurant servers are students. The the culinary um, students that are working on the hotline, or in banquet prep, or in the back bakery. Those are all students. And that is one thing that is so fascinating about that facility and what the school has to offer, is that you can go to school here um, and obtain your certification uh, in culinary arts. You can do um, hotel and restaurant management. Um, you can do uh, banquet and, and catering, um, wedding planning, all of those types of things um, that the school has to offer. And you can have firsthand experience being able to work in this establishment where you're, you're doing what you're getting ready to go and enter into your, your field um, of study. And by the end of your four years having done that, you have such a knowledge that a lot of people wish that they had. But these students can walk out and have such an array of experience on their resume already as a college graduate. And we we have um, employers really reaching out to our institution saying, please let me hire your students.
1: I can imagine. I mean, as you said, I mean, they really are coming in very well equipped um, with, uh, you know, skills that wouldn't otherwise have an opportunity to maybe have that kind of extensive experience and that variety of experience. So that really is beneficial to, you know, future employers taking on, you know, a new hire. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors.
2: I'm Chava Perivan, co-host of Agave Road Trip on HRN, here to talk about 818 Tequila. 818 creates their tequila using traditional methods that a family-owned and operated distillery in Jalisco, Mexico. From the blue agave they grow to their recycled glass bottle, 818 emphasizes the Earth's importance in all they do. Their distillery runs on biomass and solar power, which means they don't rely as much on fossil fuels and are able to reduce their carbon footprint. Their labels, corks, and boxes are all certified by the Forest Stewardship Council as coming from sustainability-managed forests. 81A is a proud member of 1% for the Planet, through which they support HRN as well as SACRED, my organization in Jalisco, where together we transform agave byproducts and water waste into adobe bricks that are donated to local infrastructure projects, like a local library in Zapotitlan de Vadillo. Visit drink818.com to learn more about their sustainability efforts and find 818 near you. 818 has been part of so many magical nights for me, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. 818 tequila imported by 818 Spirits, Manhattan, New York. 40% alcohol by volume. Drink responsibly.
3: Did you know that over 70% of diners research a restaurant online before ordering from or going in person? Your digital front door is more important than ever. Let BentoBox design and build you a beautifully branded website. BentoBox websites provide sleek design and seamless content management, creating impactful first impressions and converting visitors into customers. And with built-in commerce and marketing tools like online ordering, gift cards, automated email, and more, you can also grow your revenue and keep your diners coming back. Join over 8,000 restaurants that leverage Bento Box to power their digital presence and deliver great hospitality. Visit getbento.com slash chef today to get your first month free. That's getbento.com slash chef. Uh,
1: My understanding is not only are students working, you know, maybe... Uh, behind the scenes, you know, as you mentioned, kind of as housekeepers and um, in the restaurant and the bakery in the back end, but also, you know, in the process of actually making some of the products that are made Um, and you have, uh, you know, things like a dairy farm too. Um, Give me a little bit more detail on that.
4: Yeah. So that's kind of a fun piece is that the students, can get to see um, the fruits of their labor it 's a full turnaround effect. I mean, we have students that are working in our um, ag- agriculture department who are out taking care of the cattle and they 're milking the cows and From there, the students are delivering the milk um, to our fruit cake and jelly kitchen where we 're making um, ice cream that is being sold at the Keter Center, uh, with the fresh, um, dairy product from the, the, uh, um, agriculture department. And then we're also making fruit spreads and apple butter and, and, uh, cakes and, pecans and and, uh, granola. And we try to take a lot of the products that are being produced on our campus. We have a um, grist mill that is on our campus. So we actually grind corn um, using uh, old-fashioned millstones. And we make cornmeal and um, grits to be used in the dining room at the Keter Center. And it's really what we call... um, in in a sense, it's self sustaining, and we try to turn a product uh, from our campus to full completion, where our guests get to enjoy that. And that's I can I think it's a rewarding piece where the students can see. Um, what they were making and jarring or, uh, you know, coming out of the ice cream machine, then um, being sold to the public and their enjoyment and their enthusiasm about what type of product they're receiving. You know, what we see is that it may not be um, the, the cheapest product, um, but it's made with quality and care. And that's what we really strive to do. Sure,
1: of course, and that's I think people will certainly pay for that, and it's not just payment for goods, but it's also an investment in uh, a future as well, which is which is really incredible
4: yeah that's that is the one thing that we try to drive home to anyone visiting our campus or buying any of our products in any um, facet is that knowing that the end result is not just them, you know, spending $5 for ice cream, it's $5 being spent to put back to our students' education. And that is the, the gold right there, is that every ounce of that is going back to support our students' education.
1: Well, speaking of of gold, I feel like uh, something that you guys make has been kind of perceived as gold in the sweets world, and that is fruitcake. Uh, And you guys are famous for fruitcake, right?
4: Yes, yeah. um, Fruitcake is the one thing that we have been making um, since 1933, um, and it has become something that we just can't, cannot make, uh, or go without making. So it is something that we treasure. Um, it's something that we have, um, guests that will, uh, you know, purchase their fruitcake every single year. Um, you know, there's, it's that tradition, you know, my mom bought it, my grandma bought it, now I'm buying it. So it's really something that we have seen that is a, is kind of that treasure of um that is more of a nostalgic piece um but i will say that i'm not a huge fruitcake fan but i do like our fruitcake
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know it has to have something special for it to have that kind of longevity yes um and i feel like there are some other interesting stories weren't like given it wasn't it given to presidents or something like that in the past
4: yeah, so um, our fruit cake um, back in 1933. It was actually the fun story is is that the current uh, college president at that time uh, saw that if um, those cakes um, were sent out to some potential donors to the college, if they came back with a return on investment, then the college president at that time would buy um, electric ovens. Uh, for our home ec department. And it happened. And so we got our electric ovens. And we've been making them since then. And every year, um, we typically have big speakers uh, come to our campus for our students to be able to enjoy listening to and and hear um, different perspectives. Um, and um, just be able to hear some topics within um, the community and, and the world itself. And we have given to past presidents, we have given to um, past uh, sports figures, we have given to a lot of political uh, past figures, um, and it's just been a great opportunity to be able to show off our product, our skills, um, and the hard work that our students provide um, to some big influential names.
1: Sure, I can imagine. Um, this is just, in I really, I, I always say this every time I speak to someone uh, on this program that I'm inspired to go out and try to find you and uh, experience it in real life. And I've been doing this show, you know, basically all through COVID. So I've not had an opportunity to actually interface with anyone in person. So I'm hoping to have a chance to get out uh, in the field one of these days and Really see, taste and smell everything that, you know, I've had a chance to talk about and share with our listeners. Before I let you go, is there anything else that you'd like, um, our audience to know about the College of the Ozarks?
4: Well, I just, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, we have so much more to learn, um, and, uh, share with our, our guest. Um, they, there's so much that the school has to provide and uh, experience for our guests. And those um, can be found through our websites. Um, We have our our college website. We have our student-made product website. Um, and all of our products um, and information about the school can be um, shared throughout the world. I mean, we have shipped packages internationally um, and right in our backyard, and that's what kind of that's what uh, is really fun about our our job and our opportunity that we have here is to be able to share um, the goals and mission of this institution in such a broad um, broad viewpoint.
1: No questions. So share that website where people can buy the, the student-made products online if they want to do so and uh, check out what you have to offer and, and all the talent that your students bring to the marketplace.
4: Yeah, so our website for our student-made products is store c o f o as college of Ozark edu as in education. So store.cfo.edu.
1: Awesome! Thank you, Kylie, for joining us today, and uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to come out and visit sometime.
4: Wonderful! Well, we look forward to everyone's visit.
1: Thank you. Eat Your Heartland Out is powered by SimpleCast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network.